just right back, Tyler. Oh, Deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. Come on, come on. <laughs> People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. Yes, I is. Yes, I am. People deluded. I'm back again. First things first. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And obviously, in some cases, good night. I hope you lot are doing well and safe. Hope you've all made a great start to the week. Hope you and your loved ones are in good health. As usual, if you're locked in on Twitch, make sure you're following on Twitch and you're subscribing with Amazon Prime. If you're on YouTube, turn on your notifications on both. Smash the like button. Appreciative of all your support talking points, all of those things, get them in people, you lot make the platform, while I, I keep saying it, I love going over anything to do with Arsenal, anything that's, you know, reflected in Arsenal in the papers, or just the talking points that arise from the games and things like that, but it's you lot who make the platform, people, without you lot, it's dead, isn't it? So, yeah, people, everything else is uh, is appreciated, appreciated, and I'm very appreciative of it, just making sure we've got all the news that we need, people. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, man. Shout out to Curtis Shaw and Babs. Man, been taking inspiration from their thumbnails still, man. What, trying to put my own little twist on it? You're going to get better and better and better, man. Come on, man. Big up, DG. Wouldn't give Nelson a contract just off this performance, but I think this performance warrants giving him more chances. Crazy name, my guy. You know, I can call you H because that's a madman thing, but I don't know where I stand because... I, uh, I I I agree with exactly with what you're saying. I agree if it's just based off one performance, it's a bit reactionary. Why I would give him a new deal is obviously, first things first, money I make. You're letting a man that could be walk away for free. I know a number of years we might be trying to loan him out, flog him, keep him at the club. It, he's kind of been in the halfway house, but it's you don't want it to be a thing where Donnie's are showing some sort of finally, you know, showing that potential and that and you're letting man walk out the door. So resale value, maybe playing devil's advocate, if he puts a couple of performances in, then you can shot that for 15, 20 million in the sell-on clause and reinvest that and things like that. Um, so that's probably why I would give him a new deal. And because he's Halen, Arteta likes him and all those sort of things. Um, clearly, like you said, that game, with the recent game he's played, is where, all the talk's come, is where all the talk is coming from. Why I wouldn't give him one, keep him hungry. 
You know, I'm not saying Nelson is complacent, isn't hungry, isn't going to keep working, but he's got something to work towards. He's got a bit of confidence that he can take from that game that he played um, off the bench. If he gets to start, take your opportunities, you know, keep him hungry, really and truly. Just keep him hungry. Don't think you've achieved anything or you're part of this thing beyond the obvious. So I'd say keep keep him hungry and things like that. Um, obviously, are you going to turn a corner and go up a level now? Or is it, you know, is it, can we... Can we expect a certain level of performance from Reese Nelson. Obviously, he's not going to get two goals and an assist every week, but is there a certain impact that we can expect if you play in the Europa League, if you get a start in the league, if you come off the bench and things like that, where you've been on the bench and stuff like that. So there's some sort of ability, there's some sort of want for Arteta, but, you know, he's got to want to get out of him really and truly. I always say I believe in Nelson, innit? I don't know if he's ever going to be the guy like that, but I believe in him. If there's one person I want it to get right, it would be Reese Nelson. So hopefully he can carry on really and it can be a talking point and things like that. But yeah, man, I fully understand those that are saying don't give him one, it's too early. I fully understand those that are saying do. Truthfully, I don't know. I would probably lean towards more giving him one because, bro, he's... You know, you don't want man to be looking like a decent player. He goes on a free transfer elsewhere. At least if we tie him down, then you can make some peas or he can keep developing and things like that. So we're going to have to see. Do you think getting Europa League was a blessing in disguise? Nope. Gives us an extra year to improve the squad? Nope. You know? Nope. Nope. You get what you deserve? Nope. Champions League was a chance to probably accelerate the process, probably have more finances to expend, probably a chance to punch for a couple of players that are probably, you know, above our weight class. Oh, nope. I'm not saying you, but I think people saying that that's a coping mechanism because they weren't trying to say that when top four was, was, was within touching, um, touching distance, really, really and truly if I'm completely honest with you. If you get it next season, you could arguably say the same thing. You could arguably say we're not ready for Champions League. Although, even though we've been doing great things and we've started well and there's a lot of things to improve and a lot of talking points, if you now judge their metrics towards a Champions League club, no. I think we've shown with no Europe, with no Champions League and probably Champions League next year by God's grace that the same struggles are going to be there. So, I don't really agree with it. There's still pressure. There's still games. There still needs to develop. I think personally, that's a coping mechanism, if I'm completely honest with you. Not saying you directly, but it's a coping mechanism because fans ain't trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. The best players want to play in the best leagues and things like that in the best divisions. That's a myth. Completely honest with you. Big, big, big myth. Big myth. So that's what I would say on that. But I don't really know, to be honest. Let me make some talking, some timestamps. Why has that got a black background? That's not nice. But yeah, it is what it is, if I'm completely honest with you. I think it's a coping thing, man. We need a Champions League, the finances, and, and to a degree, what development, you know? What development is any different, really? If we got Champions, if we, you know, if we got Champions League this year, there's still, even next year, you still, you need a different calibre of players, realistically. I like the players that are out there, but how many of them are Champions League players? And the ones that aren't, but have ability, how many of them have Champions League level consistency in their performances? Tuesday, Wednesday. Even without Champions League, there's still been issues. So I don't know for that, if I'm completely honest with you. I don't know where I stand with that one. I can't get behind that one. But everyone's free to say what they want and do what they want, isn't it? So, yeah, one love to everybody tuning in. That's the, that question is like, did the shout-out help you get a house? No. Messed, but when you put it like that, amen. Riley, shout-out to yourself. I hear that. So I wouldn't say a blessing, 
is probably where we just about worried, you know. Getting Champions League would have been a chance to accelerate the process, cheat the systems kind of thing. But nah, man, I wouldn't say any of that. Bro, I'm here for new people being rewarded for good performances, but surely we got to raise the bar. It has to be down to more than just a good performance. Let's see what he can do. No stress. Contract renewal is calm. Man will know it's not an Eddie thing. I hear that. Probably Arteta to Barca. All, all big teams take our players in the past. Now our coach... Boy, you know what? It's a great thing. It's a great, it's a great thing to see our gaffer linked with with Barcelona and things like that because it means he's doing the right job. Obviously, he came up through their system, and in my opinion, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he will end up around them sort of clubs. You know, I do think Arteta wants to be here for a long time and things, but long gone are the days of Arsene Wenger and Alex Ferguson. You know, he's gonna want to be courted. There's still a lot of unfinished business for Arteta. There's a lot of luxuries that Xavi's getting because of what he previously meant to. To, to Barcelona that other managers would have been clipped for. And there's a lot of luxuries you've got given at Arsenal where you, you if you was given certain things with the money to spend, with tearing up deals after giving people new deals, with just results, you might not be in a job. There has been periods where Mikel Arteta could have been sacked, probably should have been sacked. You're not going to get that at Barca because you're not that to them. I could never begrudge him if he if Barca offered him the job tomorrow and he said, you know what, Arsenal, in a bit, because that's a it's a Barcelona job. It's a chance to do a rebuild and things like that. So I'm not sure. It all depends. I think Barcelona are going to stick with Xavi for a second, but it's not going to, you know, at some point they're going to have to do things really. And everything Arteta does is going to be scrutinised even, even more really. So I do think he's got luxuries at this club that he needs to take heed from really. I think Arteta will win the league before he leaves Arsenal. He's not going to leave empty-handed before the job's done. I hope he wins the league, but there's no guarantee. I get you. Personally, I would have taken Champions League last season, but it is what it is. There you have it, man. Imagine Arteta managing a team where he ain't really got control like that. He'd be stressed. Boy, yeah, there's a report Arteta is being linked to the Barca manager's position. Yes, I would give Nelson a new contract. Good morning, DG. Right back at you and the nation. Make sure to join us for Liverpool-Napoli live stream tonight on the channel. Tell him again, man, you're right. And on that 7.40 tonight, people, make sure you're all there for such as well. Another year of development for these young players, but they're going to have to get on with it, you know. You still got 38 games. You know, it doesn't really matter, really, whether you're in Champions League or Europa League or whatever. Like, there's, I don't think them, it's not saying you, but it don't really make sense to me, anyways. So, yeah, shout out for your chats. The potential is there. Nelson will come good for us. No, I hope so. Tie him down to a new deal. If he comes good, great. If not, safe. Or he might get to a certain level where it's not quite that. End of the day, we need a better squad. So if you can announce yourself from now till January and say, yeah, I still want a new winger regardless, but Nelson says, you know what? Left wing, right wing, you can count on me, Gaffer. We've got problem. We've got things, and the same goes for Marquinhos because again, obviously, it seems like Nelson's fortunes have changed overnight now with that performance. But he's in the halfway house. We didn't bring in the Pedro Neto, the Rafinha, all of these guys in the summer. So you had from now, well, the summer at the time now till January, you and Marquinhos to show levels to show that you can be complicated. You can complicate things. And that's what he needs to keep doing. Obviously, one game ain't going to change your fortunes, but hopefully it gives him, you know, more confidence to puff out his chest, pull his chin up, you know, play with a bit more of a swagger and show what Nelson can bring to the table. Ultimately. Really. I'm a Barca fan. Sport are not a good source. Nelson contract talks a little premature. Also, our vice president came out and said they trust Xavi. Nelson still only 22, can improve bundles yet. Amen. I'm trying, man. Inspiration from Curtis and obviously Babs, man. Trying, man. It all comes down to the trophies he brings. Exactly. You know, it's a results-driven business. 
Don't forget, tomorrow we are watching Juventus and PSG. Clement, you're far too kind and big up you for always staying up to date and, and making sure that's being done. Dermot, you've been missing, but one love to you as well. So, yeah, people, obviously, if Arteta is being linked with Barca, if he wanted to take that job, couldn't begrudge him. And if Xavi left tomorrow, I couldn't begrudge him. You can, you can leave. I can't. Everyone's about self-development. As much as Arteta is doing a great thing at Arsenal and I like what he's doing, he's not an Arsenal man beyond the obvious. He didn't grow up through this academy. He's more of an Everton man than anything. He's shown he's a calculated individual. Remember, before, the year before he took the Arsenal job, he said no to it. Now, I'm not privy to why he said no, but there was clearly something telling him not to. And that's the thing where I think with Arteta, I'm not saying he hasn't got pressure, but that's where we need to put, I would like for, if we had a serious sort of structure at this club where we want to win stuff as well, like that beyond what the owner, owner wants to do or the technical director and things, it would push Arteta a bit more really because I don't want him to develop all he's developed because he's taken a big job at a turbulent time and kind of rebuilding it, learn everything he wants to learn here and go off to Barca and say, okay, thank you for helping me develop. And then he goes to Barca and he does even better. I did that at Arsenal, it didn't work. Let me do the opposite. But this is where we need to do what we're doing, man. 65 mins and people are calling for a new contract. Let's revisit this this summer. After scoring that first goal, you can see the confidence Nelson gained. He'll get his chance on third day. Exactly. But what I hope, you got to remember, yeah, he's been he's been out for a couple of months. That's his second start. Well, that's his first. He had, he, that's not his first start, sorry. That weren't even a start as good as this. Might as well have been. He came off the bench. He had a start in the Europa League. He's now trying to get fitness and tick over and all of these things. So I hope everybody that's, you know, drawing mad conclusions on Nelson based on that, you know, impressive performance off the bench. If he now has a wobble, they're not getting onto him because we've seen it. People fluctuate all the time with Vieira, with Arteta, with, you know, Zinchenko, Tini, Tomiyasu, Benjamin White, Gabriel, Saliba, you know, Jesus, Eddie Nketiah. One minute he's the guy, Smith Rowe. Fans are always going to do that, innit? So, yeah, man, it is what it is. Arteta is still learning to control a team, in my opinion. He's still developing. Of course he is. But he'd be at them sides already. Shout out, American Guna. Graham, what are you saying? Good afternoon, DG. Hope you're well. Do you think Arsenal will make a bid to bring Telemans in January at a small price? Or do they wait until the summer to get him on a free? I hope they go for him in Jan. But my guess is, and I don't, as I said, I'm not privy to anything, is the summer, really. Because Leicester are going to play hardball. I don't know what the January window is going to be saying. But they probably, out of all the Prem teams... Brendan Rodgers and Leicester are probably the most unhappiest in what they did in the transfer market, if they did anything. Didn't replace Casper Michael, didn't replace a number of experienced players, didn't add uh, added quality, you know, kind of a hit a brick wall, really. You know, Vard these days, are he's still a good striker, but time catches up with everyone as great as he's been. They're having a bit of a wobble, really. So maybe they sell him to raise funds or maybe they say, you know what, he's effing off for six months. We can't really bring someone in better than Telemans or someone in, in general. Cool. You know, you stay here, we've won an FA Cup. Maybe we deem that you've been, you, you know, you've done, you've justified your price tag and we don't need to get anything. You stay until the end of the season and what you want to do past that is your business, really. So, yeah, man. And you know we'll be watching Zurich versus Arsenal. Need a central midfielder in case Parton Jack gets injured, Sambi not cutting cut it. I think Vinay and other board members deserve a lot of credit for bringing in Arteta. It's like scouting a promising youngster, but a manager in this case. Was it them? I give anyone praise, but was it them? I don't know because I remember Glazidas tried to go for them. Maybe he put tried to go for him before. He obviously, you know, we went with Emre, and then the year after we changed up the team. So I'm not too sure, really. 
But yeah, shout out to them for identifying it. But at the same time, you know, as much as I like what... Our, let's just humour the logic of him going to Barca. I like what Arteta is doing. But there's always that thing. If Arteta leaves, who do we get in? And truthfully, who knows? But if I look at it, Arteta is a good manager. He's got potential to be a very good manager, but he's not done anything in the game of no. So you should be able to replace that. Have you got someone of the same profile of, of Arteta if he does want to walk? Because again, Arteta has been linked with a row. Again, we're in a good position because we gave him a new deal. Edu's been linked with a couple of teams in Europe. You know, the players, the Martinelli's, the Sackers, the Salibas, these guys are always linked. So we're finally getting personnel under the banner of Arsenal that I actually wanted. But as you know, we need for we need for you know we need to learn from hindsight and apply better foresight. We need to have replay, and it's easier said than done. Have replacements before we even know replacements are needed. Obviously, everyone remembers Arsene Wenger and the stuff he used to do. But yeah, man. So we we'll have to really see in that regards, people. Sorry, YouTube just. Telling me issues in that regard. All right, YouTube. DJ, I'd rather not risk Saka till Chelsea 100% if he can play. Amen. I hope Saka is available. Didn't want Telemans in the summer. Still don't want him lazy. Bit harsh to call Telemans lazy, in my opinion. Nelson might be more useful for us against Chelsea instead of Thursday. I mean, both of them, but if Saka's fit, he's played. I've been eating humble pie all season. I was not a big supporter of the Arteta decision. Um, made earlier. Now both Arteta and Jack are forcing me to eat humble pie and I don't mind. And that's what it is. Hey, you have opinions. If people change your minds, fair enough. That's all they can do. Convince the non-believers. Respectfully to Arteta, there weren't a single reason to believe in Arteta like that. Yeah, good culture at, at City and things, but it was a turbulent job and you needed to see things. And I think in these last two seasons, we're finally starting to see things. My allegiances are not with Arteta, same way they're not with the players. I'm loyal to Arsenal, you know, and things according to results and things, things need to be revisited. Like for me, if Arteta doesn't get top four this season, I'm not saying to sack him, but I think there has to be serious question marks because money's been spent, new deals have been given, you've been made the manager, not the head coach, you've been allowed to bring in costly failures in William and Obamia, new deal, and obviously cut it up. You've been allowed to bring in Pablo, Marie and Cedric that didn't work. You've been allowed to really rebuild this squad and big up you for the signings you've made in the last 18 months or better yet, two summer windows. But with great power comes great responsibility. Again, I don't want, there's no point developing young players if Arsenal are not going to see the fruits of their labour, whether that's money or sporting success. The same goes with Arteta, really. So hopefully it does things, but I don't believe the Barca things right now. I don't think Arteta is leaving mid-season. But yeah, man. If Arsenal wins the league, will the players be referred to as legends? I don't know, but they'd have a strong case, wouldn't they? His contract expires next year, so it's normal for him to want some security regarding his future. What else have we got? That, oh, sorry, I've already seen that still. DJ, apparently Real Madrid are going to try and get Jesus in the summer. They wanted him last summer with Sterling as well, but registration issues flopped them. So who knows? Maybe. You know, I think it's silly season because we've been linked with Osman. Couldn't begrudge Jesus for wanting to go Real Madrid, but you know, if they've got 100 million to spend on two Shemaini, 150 on Jude Bellingham, you know, we needed. We, I'm not saying them fees, but give us something healthy for Jesus and we keep it moving. Glad to have you back, fella. Glad to have you back. Smash the like buttons, Twitch gang. One love as well for being in the cut as well, people. So, yeah, it is what it is, man. Keep your opinions coming. Let me make sure we're on the ball with everything in relation to Arsenal. We're going to get into it in a second, people. Let me have one last browse of the net. 
Doesn't seem like there's anything there. Doesn't seem like there's anything there. Go to recent. Hmm. Bit of a slow news day. But we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. But yeah, man, is where it is. Shout out the Twitch gang as well. Wouldn't say that too early to call them. If they win a league title, I couldn't tell anyone not to call them legends, especially, um, especially, especially a thingy. If they win the first Premier League title at the Emirates, in it, but I wouldn't say anyone's dear, man. DG, do you think Wenger signed Arteta for his footballing ability or his intelligence? Many people have talked about Arteta being very intelligent from a young age. Signing him was a masterstroke. RP takeoff. Uh, probably just signed him for his footballing ability, but naturally, you know, you're going to find out about how the guy conducts himself and that's going to make him love you more. I remember Mikel Arteta, when he signed for Arsenal, we forego the medical, really, because Wenger trusted him. And I mean, if you're one of them Spanish centre midfielders, your game has to be based on intelligence. So, both, in it. RIP takeoff life is is crap, man. Saliba Martinelli Saka need contract. So does Ethan, you know, and so does Charlie Patino. And where we revisit the Nelson thing. RIP Davis Day's son as well. Heard he died drowning in the pool. It's crap, man. Crap, crap time of year, really. Waking up bare people are dying. That's why you need to cherish every day, man. If you win a league title, Europa League, that's pretty legendary. Ah, I don't know about Europa League, but we don't have a rich culture with trophies. So in, in Europe, so why not, man? Nelson needs a break. I'll take him all day. Give the youth a chance. Give him a chance. But you've got to take them. Nelson hasn't always taken his chances when he has been at Arsenal Football Club. So I hope this is a step in the right direction and the man is laying down a marker now. But after him, just take your chances, man. There will be plenty of opportunities. There'll be opportunities for Nelson, for Lokonga, for all of these guys between now and, the, now and January at the very least. You've just got to take them when they're presented. If you don't, you've got yourself to blame, innit? Don't want to hear no woe is me BS. So it is what it is. On that though, people, latest news. Let's start getting into what's affecting everything really and truly. What's what's going on in the world of football? Let's not waste any time. I want to see it. 50 likes, people. Can we get to 100? Uh, why is the screen not sharing with you guys? Sorry about that, folks. But yeah, first things first. Japan have named their 26-man World Cup squad people. Tommy Asu is there, so nothing to worry about there. That's their World Cup squad in general. Sole representative of Arsenal in Tommy Asu. Then again, some of you might remember Takuma Asano. He's now at Busham, but he was signed at Arsenal once upon a time. So, yeah, big up all of Arsenal players in there. Big up Ito as well, because you're at Reims with Balogun, and Balogun's spoken about how you've kind of not taken him under his wing, but you've built up a good relationship. So, big up you. Hope you do all right as well. Reese Nelson has, has said he targets a new contract. I would love to commit to the club. Nelson has said he is fully focused on convincing Arsenal's decision-makers that he's worthy of a new contract. The 22-year-old's current deal is due to expire next summer, but he has stated he is keen on extending his stay at the North London club just days after scoring a double in the Premier League win over Forest people. Came off the bench after 27 minutes, got a single assist and two goals. He's living. He said, I never doubted myself at this football club. Arsenal is a team that I've been at since I was eight years of age and I have a very, very strong bond and love for this club. Of course, there have been times where I've been a bit down when I haven't played or been on the bench, but my plan has never been for me to leave the club or say that I have no future here. I'll do everything possible to get here. I only have some months left on my contract. Getting a new deal would be amazing and I would love to commit to the club. Any opportunity I get, I'm going to try and take and just do my very best 
and just keep helping the team, really. I mean, that is very different from when all the others talk about new deals or having He's told you what he wants. He said, I feel like I've matured and learned. I feel it's helped my game quite a lot playing in big games, especially big ga big teams like Roma in the final of the Conference League and especially going to teams like Ajax with atmospheres I haven't really experienced, which only helped me. So, yeah, I'm grateful for Feyenoord for giving me the opportunity to play and it's just made me hungry to go back to Arsenal, smash the like button, people, and play much more now. I'm 22 now, turning 23 soon, and it's just about getting the rhythm of playing much more games now and trying in a new level. That would be great. You know, if you, Smith Rowe, Saka, Martinelli, etc., Fiera, Lukonga in his own way, and everyone can keep giving Arteta positive headaches, then it's all good, isn't it? I feel like I'm at a level where now I, I'm still not at the rhythm that I would like to be, and I just want to get to a rhythm where I'm playing regular, regularly, and that's only going to happen by forcing your, your, your name in the lineup, people. Um, obviously, yesterday, you lot all obviously saw this, people. Um, we've been linked with... Uh, Mavidienko people who could be going Brighton. Apparently, City and Arsenal have considered him previously. So, should Brighton's interest develop, they might not be alone in the pursuit for him. But on the topic of contracts, people scrolling all the way up. Arsenal have progressed from formal talks to actually starting negotiations over presenting Saliba a new deal, which, as somebody said, we hope Saka, Saliba, Martinelli and everybody else signs a new deal. You know, I would say Edu at this time as well to go with Arteta's new deal and anyone else. Stability, long-termism and all of that sort of stuff there, people. Obviously, Saliba um, is in talks for a new deal, people, and he's doing his thing now. The 21-year-old's in our starting lineup. Arsenal's hierarchy want to extend his contract, which is due to run until 2023, but has the option of a further 12 months. Um, he basically he did say a few weeks ago they talk a little bit, but apparently, you know, preliminary talks between the teams and his reps over a new deal have begun. But since those times, those early talks have since turned into formal negotiations and Arsenal have now made an offer. And that's typical business. The first offer probably is going to flop, but yeah. There is no agreement so far, but the dialogue will continue as the North London side try to tie down a player who appears to be fundamental to Arteta's team and as many admir admirers across Europe as he would be, people. But that's what I've got on there. Scrolling over to here, people. What's this? Wait, is this the Mark Mikel Arteta team? Yeah, let's start here, people. What are you lot saying before I share the screen? Oh, what's here? Keep playing the way we are. And once Champions League qualifications will bring big names, I hope so. Saliba will sign, in my opinion. But i got to be honest, he's of such a high calibre that I'm not used to having his type at the carpet. Can't lie, he's a quality player. But I do think, as much as I go around with I do think people are doing too much with the Saliba praise, if I'm honest. I'm excited about Patino as he's putting in good performances at Blackpool, basing, off this, basing this off YouTube vids and articles. Wenger brought in Arteta to replace Cesc. DG, imagine if we get João Felix, what will Arteta do? Thoughts on Marcelo Flores, his loan, DG, barely playing, but it is what it is. Come off the bench the other day and, and assisted a goal, but barely playing. But this is the cold, harsh reality of football, really. You know, they've, they, I think they've sacked their manager recently and doing other things. So this is the cold, cold heart, hearted reality of football, man. Saliba is a good player, but got more to improve. Exactly, man. I don't know. 
there's a lot of hype, man. And again, I love, I love it. I buy into the hype. I think the man has colossal potential. I think he could be a world-class centre-back. But people move like Saliba is there right now. People behave like, you know, when I hear best defender in the league, best defender in the Premier League, best defender in the Emirates era, he's not that right now. He's not that right now. He's got potential to be there. It's not helping him. And his... He's kind of, he said it himself, he's been a bit sluggish the last three, four weeks, really. I like it, but keep the man's feet on the ground. He's got a lot to work on. There'll be a lot of trials and tribulations for the young man, but he's doing all right. In fact, on that as well, Saliba's actually spoken about that as well. Where is it? I'm not good. Arsenal player says he knows he has been playing poorly for the last month. And he's very honest. I remember last February when he was at Marseille and he was talking about, I've had a bit of a wobble. But he is showing great consistency. There is a lot to like about Saliba. Do not get it mistaken. But a 21-year-old 20, is going to behave like a 21-year-old. It's not an LT. It's not an L. By, by all means, be praised with Saliba. Football is emotional, but we've got to keep our feet on the ground. He's been here for 11, 12 games. We want him to be here at least five, five years or so. He's got to go through those tough moments. And he's, and he's reacting well. When he makes mistakes, he reacts well. He is, a, he is a colossal defender on his day. He can be a world-class talent, in my opinion, but he's not that right now. In terms of, well, maybe not so much the last couple of games, but in terms of in terms of Foreman, that he's been one of the best defenders in the league. But do I think he's a top five defender in the league right now? No, I think he'll probably tell you he's not either. I don't think neither of Arsenal's centre-half pairings are there. Neither do I think with Ben White. Again, the way they're playing, do not get it mistaken. And one day they could be in there, but I don't think there's that. And I'll always, in fact, being shameless, I'll probably put them all there, but you were top of the league in that. But you get the point. And I like how this this is the hunger because, again, not like the thing. If Saliba builds into the hype, which I think his mentality isn't that, then you're not going to improve. He's saying it. I'm happy he's saying it because fans try to kill me when I say these things. But anyways, he admitted he needs to be more consistent for Arsenal. Yes, for sure. Since three or four weeks, I'm not good. I know that. I work every day in training to be more consistent. I'm a new player, but if I want to become a great defender, I have to work a lot and be more consistent. And that's great. And I'll always admire him because he's been playing with a couple of injuries at times as well, as Mikel said, and not always train and put in great performances. And we're going to need you at Stamford Bridge. Don't get it twisted. And Wolves to come as well. So yeah, shout out William Saliba. Shout out the Arsenal women's team as well, people. Obviously, as they beat West Ham yesterday, three goals to one. Well, I say yesterday, two days ago, but you get the point. Completely off topic. Smash the like button. But Jesus has assisted 13 goals in the Prem since the start of last season. The third most of any player after De Bruyne and Salah with 17 and 16, respectively, people. Um, don't know how we got here. That was Hazus' statistics against Forrest. They're here, so he might as well. Youngest average starting 11. Arsenal at 24 years of age and 203 days old. And then you look at Southampton and Leeds. They're the next youngest. Then Forrest and Brentford, folks. So there you have that. Apparently, you know, for some that are praying on Vlahovic's downfall, you lot will love this. Apparently, Barcelona are confused by Rafinha. He's amazing in training, but he can't seem to show his talent in an actual match. Keep stinking up the place, please, so we can circle back for you next summer. Hopefully they clip him. But yeah, it is what it is. Back into this. Arteta admitted leaving Arsenal is inevitable as Barcelona I hiring him as a boss. What has this said? Well, obviously he'll one day be sacked. There's a beginning and an end for everybody. He may be the youngest boss in the Prem. So it's even more naive to expect him to stay here for time. Like, I hope he... What, in the modern day, Pep and Klopp, I hope we get that out of him. But it all depends, people. As a manager, probably the biggest fear of fear is getting sacked. 
I made a very conscious decision the day I made the decision to become a coach. I said it will happen today, tomorrow, in a month's time, in 10 years' time. I don't know when it will happen. That, that cannot drive my emotion and this cannot be the reason why I do certain things or not. For me now, the fear is to let people down. Amen. Very mature. He's been linked with Barcelona, allegedly, people. But where does that really go? Because apparently this uh, the same article is said on Sport. Barcelona have no interest in parting ways with, ways with Javi before the end of the season. And again, for Mikel Arteta, again, it's Barca. You can't reject that. But logically, Barca's a turbulent time. And again, Arteta's got a great job at Arsenal, not just because he's managing Arsenal and he got a job really where he probably weren't cut out for. He's had to he's had to learn on the job and learn fast. And he's been given a lot of responsibility, not a head coach, a manager. You're not going to get that at Barca. It's very political at Barca. And you're joining mid-season. We don't know Barca's fortunes, not where the champs is concerned, but they might change their fortunes around, God forbid. But ours might go, our, our season might go down the toilet. But does it make sense? The first minute you've had a blistering start to Arsenal, when it finally looks like the building blocks are starting to be placed. Why would you want to leave mid-season to join a turbulent Barca team? Surely you wait till the end of the year. I don't know anything, but that's just me in it. And again, it is what it is. He said, there's always going to be speculation when there are elections in Barca. It's a huge team. And obviously I was raised there as a player. They're always going to be linked. But I'm focused on the job I have to do here. We have a lot to do. I'm really enjoying it. I feel privileged to manage this football club and I'm extremely happy. And obviously, you know, he did sign a new deal last term. Uh, let's see what this article Sport is saying specifically. And again, they're not necessarily the best when it comes to credibility. But apparently it is not for now, much less because the club is clear bet is and will be Xavi. But Barcelona, the work that Mikel Arteta is doing at Arsenal, a club with the loser band in recent years. Lesser, that pattern up yourself. Barcelona, boy, whatever you say, we didn't get embarrassed by Frankfurt. Behave yourself, people. So, yeah, this is just talked about that. Um, it's not just us, you know. If Mikel keeps doing what he's doing, Pep's not going to be at, at, at City forever. He's going to, you know, he's going to get linked with them. He's going to get linked with here, there and everywhere, people. And we all know but his initial education was at La Masia and all of that, people. Um, and yeah, people, it is what it is. Apparently, Arteta is fine where he is and he's not going to move from there. And the plan is for Xavi to be at Barcelona for many years. But the club has well marked his name for the future on its own merits. Well, fair enough. Good for us, really. So it makes sense. So we can quash that nonsense, really. Uh, let's see what Reese Nelson's thing is saying here. Is it any different from The Athletic? No, I think this is the same thing. He said, I spoke... Oh, no, we never saw this bit. I spoke with the boss before the start of the season and he was very clear with me. He said he has seen a transition in my game and my attitude and just my whole profile as a player, which he really likes. So hopefully it's your coming of age now, bro. And he wants to bring that into the team and he thinks that can really benefit the team. And there were no talks with me about leaving in the summer. Fair enough. He said he's matured. And we've spoken about this as well. If I get to play for the team, do well, of course. It's hard coming on for five to ten minutes. And of course, I'd like to play much, much longer. But any opportunity I get, I'm going to try and take and just do my very best and just keep helping the team, really. Fair enough. And you should get a start against Fingy, really, if I'm honest with you. We've seen this as well. Uh, let's see what this is as well. Let's get into all of this. I think we've got a lot to go through with this, people, with this Falcao Torres thing. Saka still needs to master the left foot finesse. Just shooting on target, man. Saka will have a Vinicius type of explosion once he patterns his finishing. I hope so, but that's a big shout. Big up, DG. Nelson has always been good enough, but never took his chance. I remember in the cup when Martinelli was injured in the warm-up. Nelson started. He missed a good chance to score and flopped it. 
Rafina on a on sorry, Rafina, another of those players who performs best when he's the best player in a small team. Small fish in a big ponting ain't for everyone. DG, who do you think has improved the most under Arteta? For me, it's Martinelli. His game has matured. There's a lot. I mean, at the end of the day, Saka and Smith Rowe dropped their first goals, like respectfully, respectable goal scoring seasons under them. Martinelli looks like if he continues, he's going to have that. And I'd agree, Martinelli's up there. Personally, I think he's got a big tune out of Gabriel um, as much as you can. Don't think you can't not throw Granite Xhaka into that. Um, yeah, you could. I would sing the praises of Ben White, but I would say either to Haylen, the young Haylen boys, and because of their fingies and that, really. I think he's improved Eddie as well. Not Nothing to scream and shout about, but he looks more of a useful player. And the Eddie we saw at the tail end of last season, where the domestic campaign's concerned, is more than we've seen at Eddie since he's been about. You know, let's be honest, him, Nelson, Smith Rowe, they've all, Saka's the only one that youth thing straight away. They were all kind of, Joe Willock them times, they were all kind of, at Arsenal, but not at Arsenal. And Smith Rowe went on loan. Then he came back and he signed himself. Eddie took advantage of the tail end of last season. You hope Nelson's laid down a marker and he picks up where he's left off with the last game and continues. Um, and the rest of it, really. Martinelli, one minute he couldn't even get in the team. Now he's there and it's yours to lose. I think he's got a tune out of all the young players, but I'd probably say Xhaka because Xhaka, for the whole of 2022, has a debate to be our most consistent player. I know Saka de deserves that as well. Um, but he's been one of our most consistent players and people is I know is he's scoring goals and that this year, but he was kind of doing this role last year. Um, and obviously Xhaka is Xhaka. There's only so much blood you can get from a stone, but he's hired, he, you know, he's enhanced the pro, you know, he's found a system that enhances Granite Xhaka's pros to the game and kind of hide his, hide his cons. And he's got a good relationship with, with, with what's going on. And, you know, Xhaka's done well, you know, we've turned a new leaf somewhat. Again, there's certain things that you can't go back in time, but Probably say Xhaka still, man. Is that Arteta's doing a great job, bro? He's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. Big up Sacco as well for that as well. Apparently, Arsenal's technical director Edu will meet for for Kando Torres's reps to discuss a potential move this weekend. Torres is very keen on the move to the PL leaders, and we saw him score against us in pre-season, people. So, yeah, it is what it is. Keeping up the Falcando Torres hype, people. Torres has already explained how he'd fit into Arsenal's team ahead of January transfer talks, people. He's versatile. He can play on the right, play as a 10, and I think can play on the left. 22 years of age. If you've done your scouting, do your thing. But he said, pardon me, I'm a forward and attacking player that likes to play out on the wings. But one of the things I love to do most is just attacking that goal and going to goal. Inside the box, outside the box. It's one of those things where I really love Part of me getting towards goal. I'm a player that loves to be on the ball all the time because I don't, because if I don't have the ball, I'm waiting for it. And I'd love to be on the attack and affect the game as much as possible on the ball. I mean, a lot of Arsenal fans were sold already at that, in it really? Smash the like button if you haven't. Ars this is a recap of yesterday first. We've got a few to go over. Arsenal target for Kando Torres transfer in January as Saka competition with talks held people. And again, if it all depends on what they're going to charge us, but hopefully this means that that 50 million budget allegedly can stretch towards the midfielder. Arsenal are due to hold talks with the Uruguay Internationals agent as they target a right winger to provide comp for Saka. This season in MLS, he's got 10 assists and nine goals, 22 years of age, people. Um, apparently, a move for the 22-year-old is still at an early stage and it remains to be seen whether they press ahead with a deal for him after talks with his reps and Orlando. 
as I said, he played and scored against us in preseason. They signed him for 12, 7 million people, 7.7 on a four-year deal with an option of a fifth. So they have got a bit of a wiggle room. Apparently, it was Tony Lima who identified him to Edu people and we're doing what we can to try and get this man, really. And obviously, hopefully, we, you know, it's not quite Pedro Neto or Rafi, you know, the household names, but I personally don't care how we find the players, just make him be the right player, in it. I don't care if they come from League Two, the Academy, MLS, South America, Premier League, just get players that help us. And clearly, 22 years of age, there's clearly a lot of development. Joining six months into the Premier League season, he need to adapt. But, you know, if he can do a thing to go with Nelson, trying to do a thing as well, then it is what it is, really. But, yeah, away from that. Sorry, people. Where is that? That's Mesut Oz. I'm trying to find. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Again, for Kondo's agents confirm imminent talks with Arsenal over a potential move for the highly rated winger after a debut season in MLS. He's cutting out already. I respect it. Apparently, his agent has confirmed that he will have talks with Arsenal over a potential transfer, people. The Gunners have shown an interest in the Uruguayan after the 22-year-old impressed, obviously, this season. Nine goals in Tennessee, as I said, in his debut year for the 22-year-old. Apparently, it's been reported previously that we're set to hold talks, which has now been confirmed by his agent, according to ESPN. The report suggests that his agent, Eduardo La Salvia, will have a meeting in the coming days with Arsenal scout Tony Lima to discuss the possibility of a potential move to the Emirates. That kind of correlates to what we just saw, allegedly, with what Charles Watts said. Big up Sacco for, and everyone else for making sure we don't miss any news. Um, apparently, he did, however, reveal that there are no advanced talks from Arsenal for Torres, but there's interest. So, initial talks are yet to begin in it. We're, we're, we're sitting down, probably initial talks, initial lunch, and then in terms of dotting I's, crossing T's, medicals, transfer fees... The structure of the payment were a long way away, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Obviously, away from the obvious, we're owned by an American. If you can bring a franchise player from the MLS, it probably brings a lot of casual MLS followers over because I don't know if he's one of them. But in in present day, there's a lot of football, a lot of football fans. Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, them and they are the best example. Salah as well. There's a lot of football fans that just support players, and maybe he obviously he's not their man's level, but. Maybe there's that as well. So there's probably some marketing reasons. And when I hear Uruguayan, South American hunger, I'm for that. We've already seen the fruits of our labour already. I'm for that. Make it happen. So scouts, do your scouting thing. Because especially when it comes to us trying to buy these household names, it always flops. So maybe with the Champions League, we, we can afford to punch for some household names. But bring this guy to the carpet, really and truly. Simple as that, people. So let's click on the actual ESPN article and see if there's anything there. Cut that. Oh, he's on Arsenal's radar. What has specifically he said? Well, there's still nothing advanced, which is the main thing, people. And obviously, he's probably going to be in England because he's the same agent of Pelistieri, who probably is going to move on as well from, from Man United on loan or something. I think that with a good World Cup as well, we think his departure is imminent. That's in relation to my man. Fair enough. So, yeah, there's that. And this was yesterday. Arsenal have not contacted Orlando City over a potential move for the star and Uruguay international for Gondo Torres. I'm told rumours suggesting a move is very close and not true. Many clubs have Torres on their radar. Orlando expect him to be in the away for Champions League one day. And that's great, but that doesn't mean it's not a talks. Obviously, we're nowhere near 
bidding. You know, we're talking to the we're talking to the agent. Does he want to sign for us? What would you expect his sort of contract to to to, to be like? You know, what he could expect from Mikel Arteta, Edu, and joining Arsenal. How he'll get better as a footballer. All that presentation stuff. You know, we'll get his you know his interest and playing devil's advocate. Edu should be sitting there and say. If they play hardball, how prepared are you to force the move? So it's it's seeing the fe feasibility. We're nowhere near drawing up rough, you know, I's and T's in relation to a contract. So we're not going to place a bid. That's something Arsenal's done. So we're not going to contact Orlando City right now. So pre premature right to now. But yeah, people. Apparently, Saka injury. Well, I think I think that's that in relation to him. But Saka injury boost as Arsenal tell England medics that the early signs are positive after he limped off with an ankle problem against Forest. But there's still some apprehension until test results are through. So as I said, we hope for the best. We prepare for the worst, people. On that as well, people complete. Well, not even on that. Completely off topic. We're watching Liverpool Napoli at seven forty UK time. If you can't be there, smash the like button, people. But back with Saka. Let's see what's going on here. Apparently, the report now claims the winger could feature against Chelsea on Sunday. That would be great. So we hope he's all right. Saka has undergone precautionary tests, meaning there's there remains some apprehension behind the scenes. Indeed, there was similar positivity surrounding Chelsea right back Reese James's ankle last month, but scans showed that an alignment was far more worse than first feared. Hopefully, that's nothing to do with Bakayo Saka. Unless scans uncover some unexpected damage, the FA are hopeful the 21-year-old will be available for selection come the World Cup, people. But again, a lot of us don't care about the World Cup, care about Sunday against Chelsea. You know, if, if he's not there, we hope Nelson keeps doing what he's doing or whoever plays, but we want to see Saka back in it. And I know all the people talking about, oh, Saka needs a rest and this, that, and the other. They're not wrong. But Saka's injury didn't happen as a result of not being rest. His ankle and shin were kicked. So, yeah, we'll have to see people. And you don't want to lose a man that's contributed four goals and five assists in 12 outings. Careful. Some fans said Saka needs to be dropped in that. When asked if Saka was uh, a World Cup doubt, Arteta said, hopefully not. It was a bad kick right from the beginning. He was limping. I don't see any see any further than that. Let's see how he is in the next couple of days. So, with us playing on Thursday, you'd imagine Mikel Arteta is braced to tell us stuff. Charles Watcher said, Arsenal to hold uh, Torres transfer talks as the Gunners ponder January move for the MLS star people. We're exploring a move for Fogundo Torres with talks scheduled, scheduled over the 22-year-old this weekend, people. So, let's see what's going on. Apparently, Lima, a scout, has now set up a meeting between Edu and Torres' reps to discuss a potential move. With Arsenal known to be in the market for a player who can cover and competition for Saka on the right-hand side of attack. That meeting is due to take place this weekend. Goal has learned with Torres very keen on the move to the Premier League leaders. Discussions are at a very early stage. However, with reports suggesting a deal is imminent, believed to be wide of the mark, people. So, yeah, it is what it is in that regard so hopefully we get a, we get a move on in that regards i've seen this already i'm a forward and attacking player that likes to play on the wings but one of the things i love to do the most is just attacking that goal and going to go inside the box outside the box so that's 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 something very positive for me to hear people i mean we'll look at what fabio vieira has allegedly said as well but yeah nothing advanced big up big up tommy asu for getting into the japan squad as well so nothing advanced there Rogers confirms one of the best players will not leave Leicester in Jan. This is obviously in relation to Telemans. It's not something we are thinking of and not anything the club have said we need to do. We don't want to be offloading our best players, that's for sure. So there's been no hint or indication we need to generate money and move him on. But of course, there's a business side to the club that they will look at. So yeah, hopefully we're able to get them. But with them fighting relegation, 
would you really want to let him go at this moment? Apparently, Arsenal, Newcastle and Spurs and a couple of other clubs have been linked with Benfica, potential free agent Gilmando. In fact, City, Inter Milan and Juventus people. For a free agent, why not, man? Or a cut price in Jan, why not? Since the beginning of the season, he's been playing at a very high level. I think he's extraordinary, full of class, says he's gaffer. He can defend, attack. He's very reliable, with a very good attitude, physically strong. It's important to have him in the team, and I hope he stays at Benfica. As you know, speculation is part of football. It's the players who have to make their own decisions. I asked him to stay more years at Benfica. Their decisions the player makes. So, yeah, there you have it. Reese Nelson, we've already seen this like a game time thing, really. So, yeah, there's nothing there in that regards. Uh, what's been said here? William Saliba's uh, Arsenal contract explained as chief negotiator aims to reach agreement. We've made our first move. Apparently, we've got an option to trigger taking his contract into 2024. So, yeah, we already knew that. So, yeah, apparently we've offered him a formal offer, but negotiations are premature, in it? Really and truly. So let's get rid of that. I was reading that. Big up Ozil, but no one really cares about what Ozil and his agent have to say. He's got nothing to do with Arsenal at this moment. Apparently Arsenal on course for record Prem points. Tally with predicted final table revealed if they continue at the same rate. We're not going to continue at the same rate because we're not going to win every game. So this supercomputer BS means nothing. You know, we've only dropped five points from 12 games. I would have taken that. And I definitely hope this projected thing is true. Arsenal finish on 99 points. That's a first league title in the Emirates era. That's 99 points, which is a record. Bro, that's top four. That's madness. But come on now. It's not going to happen, is it? You know, it's not going to happen. Like you can see in the headline, if we continue at the same rate, which I hope so, but it's not going to be that, is it? They said you was better than Mesut Ozil. You've, well, you're following Ozil, going to Turkey and going outside, but you did worse than the man said Deli Ali, you know. You muppet. But yeah, away from that, you know, that seems to be that really. It don't seem like there's anything new. Let's see what's going on here. Is there anything new where Arsenal's transfer gurus are concerned all the, all the Twitter accounts? Nope, it's just my man stuff. You're not probably not going to find anything, are you? So yeah, man, it seems like that's, that's that really. That seems to be that. Is this a long read? Uh, you know what? We started, so we might as well finish, in it, people? The board might let us down, unfortunately. Yeah, same club Valverde came from. I hope Marseille buys Tavares. Can't bear to see him play for us again, Harsh. We don't need to be the greatest name out there. We need the person to do the job for the team. If Falcondo, if for, I can't even say his name, Falcondo is that guy, bring him through. Amen. We got Manny as well in the cup. Respect, Anthony, man. I hope you're well. Is Arteta mad or what? Why is he swapping Aaron Ramsey, Aaron Ramsdale with Manuel Neuer? I don't know what you're talking about there, man. I'm very optimistic, bro, but come on now. Like, come on now. You, I'll leave it to you. Look, I'm optimistic about what we're doing, but I'm not going to get excited off a supercomputer, which is calculating <laughs> the same rate Arsenal is going at. So what happens if we lose two, three games? It's not going to be the same rate. Let's just keep going. Even if the supercomputer says that we need to go out there and win. What's let's see, let's let's see what Fabio Vieira has had to say, people. My mum, he says with an impish smile. I have always been a mummy's boy. My mum has always been my biggest supporter, a fighter and a warrior. I hope you you need to display these things. My mum and dad were both an inspiration to me when I was a child. Since a young age, I've been crazy for football. And from the moment my dad saw I really liked football, he decided to sign me up for my local team. From then onwards, I started developing as a footballer and for 
And for that, I need to thank my dad a lot. He's one of the reasons I'm here today. I was a crazy kid. Crazy boy. I've always been very super. I've always been super humble. I like spending time with my family. I don't really recall going out in the evening. I had no time for that because I started playing football at a young age. At the start, I was just a kid and one just wanted to have fun and play football with my friends. I never thought it could be something so serious. But from the moment I started to grow and develop, and when I signed for Porto, I knew that responsibilities were different. From then on, everything became very serious. And thankfully, I've managed to make it and be here today. There was a phase. It wasn't necessarily that I did not want to play football, but I did question if I wanted to be a footballer. I'm here for a particular reason. Is it going to work out? This is when I was 14 at Porto, where I wasn't really playing much and my body also didn't help me. However, I started to develop in other areas and work on my intelligence. And then he said, he, you know, Mario Silva was an inspiration for him, people. Mario really interacted well. He understood the players and he brought out the best in me. It was great to, to, to see him working and he really helped me develop to a level I have never been at before. My first year for Porto at the Drago, he says, in relation to career highs, uh, he said, yeah, he said that. This was my dream since I was a kid. I started playing for Porto when I was eight and I only left at the start of this season. So I spent 15 years repping Porto. It was a dream come true for dream come true scoring for Porto at the Dragao. He then said, it's a club that I identify with. It's one of the biggest clubs in England and everyone knows it. There have always been world-class players who have played for Arsenal. And when I saw the project and how I would fit into the project, it was a no-brainer to join Arsenal. This is a process. I'm slowly integrating myself into a new country, a new culture, different weather. Everything is running smoothly. We are currently first. We're having a great season so far and we have to carry on working in the same way. He then went on and said, praise the fan base. They've been fantastic since I've arrived. I've always felt their support and I even have my own song already. Big him up. This makes you happy that you are recognised and you have support from them, whether we're home or away. They're always there and it's an extra motivation for us. It's been like that in all games. In the Premier League, the fans are very passionate. The stadiums are always full and our fans are the best. Big him up. He said, the biggest influences for me are Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Ronaldo, not because he's Portuguese. I mean, a bit of it. But he's really someone who inspires others with his work ethic, how he had to leave his family and his comfort zone to sign for Sporting True. And for him to build the career that he has inspires everyone. Messi is more to do with my style of play. I'm similar to Messi. I know what you mean, but dangerous. And I appreciate the way he plays. I mean, Messi might be Margot, but you don't get moved off the ball, my guy. I've met Ronaldo. I met him with the national team as we were both be at the gym. He always provides support and gives advice to young players. Careful, they say Cristiano is not humble. I think we have a strong group here. We all get along very well. We are united. Everyone likes to spend time with each other. And I think that is a key point in football. We always inspire each other. He then went on to say, I find it quite natural to play as it's just a football game. Only twice I was nervous before a game. My first game in the Champions League for Porto against Man City at the Etihad, where there were no fans. And also my first game against Benfica for Porto. And then he obviously bigged up his granddad, who unfortunately passed away. So, yeah, big up Fabio Vieira on that, man. That was an interesting sort of piece from you. Well, else has been said? Nothing on Arsenal, really. Shout out uh, our under-21s who drew against Crystal Palace yesterday. But yeah, it seems like that was all there is to say on him. What's the time on the clock? 55.50, let's call it that. That makes the timestamps really and truly and makes them very easier for us people. 81 likes, keep running them up, folks. Appreciative. Oh, 
what else are you lot saying? Slap the word supercomputer on something and people take it as gospel. Amen. Come on, DG. You have to believe. Where did I say I don't believe? If we keep doing what we're doing, but I'm not just going to shout I believe for no reason. We need to keep going where we're going. You know, keep doing what we're doing, not achieve, not, not behave like we've won anything. I don't believe Arsenal are winning a league title. I hope we do. I hope these talking points remain all season because it means we get top four. But there's a certain level of consistency that I think we're yet to establish and we're yet to fully go with. And I definitely don't think we're getting 99 points. I think negativity and positivity, you you know, you've they're both in the same realm where people just let, let it warp them from reality. We've still got an element of self-capitulation in our team. We still, you know, at times make things harder for ourselves. We still show naiveties, even as great as Nottingham Forest was. We should have killed the game in the first leg, first game. I think we need to learn on the transition. You know, we we do a lot of silly things. I don't know for our squad depth. We have a young team with inexperience. It's not how good you are at your best. How good are you at your worst to win a league title? Of course, I love the fact that we're top of the table and near enough thereabouts at the moment. I love the, the collectiveness of what we're doing. I love the individual player. I like the relationships being built. I love what Mikel Arteta is doing. I like players are reacting to adversity a bit better. I like the points tally, you know. I like the fact that when people all over the pitch, I've seen Saliba, Gabriel, Ramsdale, many a player make mistakes and we get on with it. But I'm not going to lead that to make me think we're going to win leagues at 99 points. And again, nobody wants Arsenal to win a league title more than me. But I'm not going to come out here and say foolishness. Believing in what? <laughs> like, I believe in our opportunity to get top four. And there's question marks if we don't. If you want the league title, keep doing what you're doing. And this is still a talking point. If you get to May... And there's four games left and you still got this, then you'll see a bit more league title specific optimism from me. But for me, top four first and until top four is mathematically confirmed, then then that's all I want. I don't care if you finish first or fourth. I need Champions League football next season or there has to be question marks. There has to be over everybody connected to this club. So hopefully it continues. Believe I, I, Again, what have I said that isn't believing? I'm not going to come out here and say foolishness just because you lot want to hear me say foolishness. Ignorance is bliss. If I thought like some of you, I probably would say the same things. Wish we go for Mitrovic. going to cost more than he's probably worth, worth. Big up Fabio. Would it be too much to ask for another nine this January window? Love Jesus, but some competition for him would be really great for us to considering we can offer Champions League in brackets, I hope. It'd be a lit, but it'll be elite. It'll be lit, but You'd imagine centre mid and right wing need to be addressed before that. Obviously, if we can do something, you know, if you can find like, I don't know how much Torres is going to cost from Orlando, probably, you know, double what they bought him for that seven odd million. But he isn't going to cost 50 million like Pedro Neto or even upwards where Rafinha is. So if you can find a similar sort of emerging sort of talent, a profile, a lesser known name that can play up front and bring something to the table different to what Eddie or, or, or Jesus can have or bring something to a bigger level, by all means, do it. Who wouldn't want that? As much as I love Bukayo Saka, if you could find a young player out there that's better than Saka and he wants to play for us, bring him. If you could find a manager that's better than Mikel Arteta and that's what he wanted to do, bring him. If you can find a better technical staff than they do, bring him. I always want the best for the club. If you can get the best individuals, respectfully, I'm not saying anyone needs to get clipped or anything like that. Bring them. Especially if there's Champions League next year. Again, we hope, we pray. Bring them to the carpet, man. What do you think this is? 
Cedric plus cash for Mitrovic wouldn't be a bad shout, though. Assuming that he gets his wages that at, at, at them sides, assuming that Cedric wants to go, assuming that Mitrovic wants to join, and assuming what they want again, you're still gonna have to give some something pretty pretty decent for Mitrovic because again, Fulham are Fulham are doing what they're doing. You know, they're trying to stay in the league. They are overperforming at the moment. You lose, you lose Mitrovic, you're in trouble. Cedric worth a tenner. Big up Dino. Your opinion, player of the season so far? Granite. Granite, granite. Granite. Granite Jacko. This moment in time, granite Jacko. Granite. DG mate, let's keep this momentum. It's only 12 games. Exactly. Exactly, because the same people telling me to be more optimistic, not that I'm being overly optimistic or not. And God forbid, just throw an example out there. If we're shaking our next five games, they're the one that's going to turn. These are the guys that respectfully, I'm not saying anyone here, but in general, that live in hot take land. You know, Reese Nelson, not good enough. He, he does well in the game. He's the best thing since sliced bread. Arteta's the guy. The same guys are Arteta route. And I'm not saying if you're presented with information to change your mind. I'm talking about hot take land. We've seen many a hot take over Mikel Arteta, Saka, Smith Rowe. Players and managers that are at the club or not at the club, players that are playing right now are injured. So, yeah, man, we just have to keep going. Keep going. We've we've started well. All the hard work we've been putting in pre-season is taking shape. We have had a couple of wobbles. PSV was a wobble. Southampton let ourselves down. United, shambolic. Other than that, we've got away with it. We've done the job. Just keep going. Keep going. Because there's a lot of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. We got over October positively. Now everyone that was like, oh, my God, they're shaky. Going to be shaking October. They're going to be like, they're going to do all of that in November now. And you know we've got Wolves away, Stamford Bridge away. You've got Brighton in the Cup. It's a big test in all competitions, really. And then, obviously, we don't know how the World Cup schedule is going to affect things. We don't know what the 20-odd players that stay and don't go to the World Cup, what they're going to look like. We don't know what our players that go to the World Cup are going to return like. And, obviously, you know, to the end of the year, really, is political. January to February is a bit political. From now till February is a big test on our players. Our play, our fans are the worst with takes. I wouldn't. Well, the rumors in essence are true. He's been linked with them, but I don't know if there's any tangible evidence linking Barcelona with Arteta right now. So I think I don't know what will happen. December, West Ham, Brighton, Newcastle again, and then January. What we got the North London derby. I'm sure you've got United to come them times there as well. Again, just so I know I'm not making this up. Arsenal fixtures, show me them, please. So what, this month, people, and tomorrow we'll go, we'll do a review of October, really, because it's overdue. We've got Zurich, okay, but let's exclude Zurich because, again, we need to win that, but it's a bit irrelevant. Uh, Chelsea away, in the cup, Brighton, Wolves away. That's our November, people. F four games, three cup finals, in my opinion. Zurich, you look, and I don't advocate taking it easy, but take it a bit easy, man. So, yeah, December... West Ham at home, Brighton away in the league, Brighton away, Fugazi. You know, it's then Brighton away, Southampton, Old Trafford, Anfield, Etihad. These are the things that shape up our season. You know, we let ourselves down at we let ourselves down at Old Trafford. We let ourselves down at St. Mary's. Let's do better against these bogey sort of in places. Really, we did do well at Brentford, at Palace, at Leeds as well, same way. But yeah, January, let's just say from December to January, on Boxing Day, the 26th of de December. Arsenal, West Ham. You've got Brighton on the 31st of this December away. You've got Newcastle on the 3rd of January. That's our first game of the new year. No one wants to play Newcastle at this moment. Uh, a couple of days later, I say a couple of days later, but on the 14th of January, you've got Tottenham Hotspur away. When last did we win there? 
Then after that, you've got Man United at home. Then you've got Everton away. And Everton away takes us into February. So political. Political. Even if you jump ahead to April, as April, March, and them kind of times. There, April, bro, it could all collapse. There's a period in April where we have to welcome Leeds at home. On the 8th of April, go to Anfield. Then go to West Ham. Then, not that deep, but then welcome Southampton. Then go to the Etihad. Then welcome Chelsea. And then in May, you've got Newcastle away. Crazy. But then again, if we set ourselves up in May, we've got four games. Two at home, two away. If we do our jobs from now to the end of it, we could give us like we could give ourselves something out of this, man. I'm not I don't really want to go to Nottingham Forest in May because them teams there, they're always fighting for their lives and, and all of these sort of things. You don't really, you know, when you get towards April, May, you kind of want to play them teams that have nothing to play for, really. So let's see. But it's cliche, but there's no easy games in the Prem. Everyone's got to play 38 games. Everyone's got to play each other. So just got to do what you're doing, innit? Just have to do what you're doing. Let's just take every game as it comes. Keep trying to put points on the board and keep it moving, really. Call it harsh, but I can't see. I can't, man. Man's been here for years, been had chances. we got to get better comp for Saka than Nelson. Come on now, that poll results is crazy. The Xmas period to Jan slash February are decisive times. One third of the season don't mean ish at the moment. That's why man don't rate Nelson like that. Yeah, he was balling in you, Frank. So what? We throw we throw a new contract at him. Low it. He had time to prove himself. Sell for fifty million is if the hype is that real. I mean, I, I hear you, but is anyone gonna give fifty million? You're gonna say five or seven or ten because his years of contracts running down. I saw Ed. I saw Eddie Cedric and holding smack Chelsea at the bridge six months ago, and that's great. You know, we put in great performances with Cedric. And them man there. Actually, a couple of our best performances were, were not with Tommy Asu and Tierney. You know, Man United at home the same. You also saw um, you also saw Newcastle. You also saw Brighton away. You also saw Spurs, unfortunately. So it's great. And it shows you that you, regardless of who's there or who isn't, you need to try and put in a shift. But, boy, I don't know. Shout Criminal Blues. Bring in some players in Jan. That's all I want. Will we capitalise when we should? I hope we can, man. I hope we don't sign anyone this season. We need top four first, then we sign proper talent. Xhaka, uh, to be fair, and Chelsea would be tough, and Chelsea sometimes are better as underdogs. Do you agree? Listen, Chelsea's a difficult ground to play. Difficult ground to go to. And they lost their last game. They're going to want blood. Arsenal's almost a must-win for them. DG, Eddie is another couple of seasons away, so we need a goal scorer in Jan. I hear you, but... It probably looks like winger and midfield are better priorities. If there's something we can take advantage of, why not? DG Edu looking at bringing the South American Dons in January. Torres and Danilo. I wonder who else they're looking at. Trust. Let's see. Speak it into existence, man. I hope so. But you're going to need, you know, we're going to need more than just speaking to win things. And I hope we can win stuff. But yeah, man, we just have to keep going. Just have to keep going. South American left footed forward. I'm never saying no to that. I hear that. I really think we need a little bit more in attack. Osman in the defensive mid because Sambi and Eddie ain't them. Sorry. It's only Jan last year where Madrid were looking to get rid of Vinicius and where it, and we were in for him. Mad how things change fast. 
Arteta is an amazing coach and shows how he develops players, but yeah, most improved is Xhaka. Join late, so you probs already covered this, but why is this fan base so easily impressed? Nelson's been had chances to prove himself. He didn't. And because of a one, two goals, throw peas at him, Lowit, we need better. I hear that. I hear that. What other things have I missed out? Jesus is a vital cog in these Arsenal matches. Amen. And we all hope Nelson continues to form. I don't think we should give him another contract. As you said, I think we should try and sell for 20 million and invest in Mudrick and Telemans. I mean, Mudrick, it looks like we're staring clear at that. I'd love to be wrong if he is really the guy that people are chatting with, but wait. We're genuinely going to have to see. That, that's the only way of putting it. I don't think we'll buy a CDM with El Nene coming back. His injury is the only reason why we put a late bid for Louise. Was bringing up that Chelsea match because our fans moving scary. I have no fear at Chelsea. Scared of Pulisic and Aubameyang allow me. Fans really think we're getting smacked this weekend. I hope we don't get smacked, but, you know, don't really care about their individual players. We just need to put in a performance. You don't become a good or bad team overnight. Chelsea finished ahead of us. You know, we've seen it when our backs are against the wall. When we beat Chelsea United and I think West Ham, the first game, three games prior to that were poor. So I wouldn't say be scared. And I wouldn't say that, you know, having no fear in life is a help when you're fearless or having no fear is recognising there's a bunch of things to be fearful of, but not letting that deter you. Fear keeps you alive, you know. No fear leads to complacency. In certain walks of life, you could be dead. A, a soldier with no fear is going to lose his life at battle. And that's essentially exaggerating But what we are at football. You know, Chelsea have a bag of, of, of brilliant talent. They've got brilliant gaffer. They can beat us on our day. You know, they've, we've been putting in a couple of results at Stamford Bridge recently. But saying that, keep doing what we're doing. You know, it's another big game away from home that we should be believing we could put in a positive performance. We're playing well. Go and do what you need to do, really. I think we should be fine in centre mid this season when Smith Rowe comes back from the after the World Cup. I it's like we've seen this movie play out again. You lot seeing this this ending. Fair enough. Fair enough. T is what it is. Shout out you lot tuned in. Don't forget we're watching Liverpool Napoli. It seems like the only game that's gonna be somewhat closely to being saucy people. E.g. Granite is on another planet right now. Do we give credit to Wenger or is he a completely different player? I mean, there's got to be a reason Una Emre, uh, Granite, Granite Xhaka has played under Una Emre, Mikel Arteta and Arsene Wenger. I think solely to what Xhaka is doing right now, you can give Wenger his halops for bringing him to the carpet, but Wenger's not here. So all on Mikel Arteta. He did describe Xhaka as a box-to-box -box midfielder and people looked at him crazy once upon a time. So maybe that's the blueprint. And again, if I remember rightly, Mikel Arteta sat there and said Shaka was a player they were looking at at City. Let me try and find these things. There, there's one. And again, if he was on City's thing, you know you're going to use him. And these are some, just because of what I said, these are some previous comments. Belfast Telegraph. Arteta, uh, man said Arteta. Arsene Wenger plans to use Granite Xhaka as a box-to-box -box midfielder for Arsenal. Where do you see man playing now? And what did he say at the time? You can't doubt Mikel, you can't doubt Mikel Arteta's thing right now, but Ar Ar Arsene Wenger's talent idea is out of this world. 
I personally prefer him as a box-to-box -box player because he has the engine, he has the power, he has the long passes, he likes to come deep and distribute the game, but he has the energy to impact the game, sorry, the in, in, uh, engine to have an impact with his runs. It's not about his quality at the moment. He adapts to the pace of the English game. And for me, it's about pairs as well. We work together. Coughlin and Santi have worked well together. He will play games every week. He's getting stronger and better. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And that was Arsene Wenger many... When was that? 2016. Arteta revealed in 2019 that Xhaka was on his Man City transfer list, people. Specifically, as a player, when I was going from Arsenal to City to start coaching and we were looking in that position, he was one of the players on my list. This is how much I liked him. I was happy when Arsenal signed him because I thought he was going to be a terrific player. And little did you know, he was going to end up managing the guy. He has done some really good things and now he has got stuck in a very difficult situation that I think was growing and growing and one day exploded. But I've been amazed as well by how this relationship is starting to come back a little bit. And I think the fans have been very, very positive about him as well. Obviously, it's difficult to change completely the scenario from where he was to a magnificent one. It's anything, you know, you could say it is that now somewhat. But I think we're in the right direction for him. So, yeah. And, in, you know, we've started, so we might as well finish. In relation to keeping Granite Xhaka, I told him how much I like him and what I expect from him. I'm here to help him. I want him to feel that we are right behind him, not just myself, but the whole club. If we can get the people in the right way as well, the fans with him, I think it will be helpful for the team, which is where it matters. Nice to say whether, you know, it's it's been all right, man. You know, it's been it's, it's worked out somewhat all right there. You know, never going to be fully perfect, but I'd like to think Arteta and Arsene Wenger had half a clue of what they're talking about there, don't they? 106 likes. Appreciative for all of you lot who have hit that like button, folks. Saying Arsenal doesn't need to sort the midfield out. Got Smith-Rowe needs time to play as an eight, which I don't see right now. What do you think of Torres? He looks a decent player, man. You know, seems like he'll use both feet. You know, left footed going on the right-hand side would be good. You know, looks like he wants to score goals. Don't really have an educated opinion, but from what I've seen against us in preseason, it looks all right. We could do a lot worse. We don't have much. I agree. We have enough cover for the eight position. A winger to add some goals is the priority this Jan. Okay, let's see. We're not going to really advance as a football club until we address the midfield, regardless of how great Xhaka and Partey collectively and individually are playing. But all right, everyone wants to learn the hard way, man. Did Gabriel deserve a new contract at this time with him giving away goals and penalties? Why is there an S on the penalties thing? And yeah, he did. He's got the bozo gene, but let's not lie to ourselves and say Gabriel hasn't been performing this season. You know, Partey runs the midfield if he's missing via injury. If Xhaka, whether he's playing deeper or playing as a box-to-box -box midfielder, is missing, we're in trouble. If Xhaka isn't there and Partey's there, who is playing in that eight role? Of course, you could do Zinchenko, Vieira, Smith-Rowe, Odegaard, etc. But who's to say that is a thing? Obviously, if Partey is gone, you kind of lose that box-to-box -box granite Xhaka and that is still there. But clearly, you know, you saw it against PSV home and away. He's kind of second-guessing it because Lokonga's next to him, respectfully to Lokonga. He can't, he ain't, you know, Xhaka gives man confidence. You saw when, you saw how Xhaka went up a gear when, um, you saw how great they played at the weekend, but you saw how he went up a gear second half at the home game against PSV when Lokonga and Vieira, to be fair, uh, and Partey and Odegaard came off. Xhaka can't, his Xhaka goals, there's gaps. So, I'm sorry, I hear you lot, with the, everyone coming back from injuries, assuming no one else is going to get injured. 
But I honestly think ignorance is bliss if you look at Arsenal's midfield, even if everyone's fit and say you don't need a midfielder. Personally, I hear the winger thing, need a winger, open to another striker. But until midfield gets addressed, we're not going to go anywhere as a football club. We might get into the Champions League, but there's a certain ceiling we're going to fall upon. And when you look at the midfield, don't get twisted. I'm not saying get rid of any of the three names I'm about to say. And they're still young. And Well, they're not young, but they're not old. But you've got a young defence with young defensive options. Everybody in defence is somewhat young, apart from Cedric. Everybody up front is somewhat young. Midfield, you've got Lokongo, where uh, T-show significant development. No one's trying to play that. Now, Nene's 29, contracted until 2024. Xhaka's the same, 30, contracted until 2024, option of another year. Partey's 30. Where's the long-termism there? Are we going to wait till they fall off or they say, you know what, I want to try something else, another adventure in my footballing career? Has the bozo gene got a cure? Got a cure? Yeah, it does, but the player has want to, want to get rid of it. He's always going to have that in him. But for me, the problem with Gabriel is it's happening too frequently. In my opinion, if Eddie deserves a new contract, Nelson deserves it too. Had this story play out over and over. Midfield needs fixing. Even on Thursday, Xhaka isn't there. Odegaard will start again. Yeah, Xhaka's not there. So many players levelled up under Arteta, proper coach. Partey cover is a vital link and cover. Please stop spamming and cover for Jesus Christ. Determined of us moving forward in a positive direction. What do you think happens to Tierney when Zinchenko comes back? He holds the bench. I mean, Tierney would should be in the match day squad. He holds the bench. But again, when is Zinchenko back and what physical condition is he returning into, man? You know, El Nene, Zinchenko, I almost forgot about him. Smith Rowe, you can't wait till these men get fit again. So, yeah, man. I agree we need another midfielder, but that six we get has to be a level raiser on the level of party. That's where we really advance. I hear that, but at this moment, they just need to be confident in their abilities, competent in their role and consistent. I hear you. If you can't, I, I, if you can get better than party, why not? But it just needs to be a thing to a degree sometimes in that you'll always miss party on his day, but in a nice way, you don't see the absence. The same goes for Granite and anybody else, because I do think fans fall into this trap, especially when things go wrong. It's always the player that's not involved that is the difference maker. And again, anyone that's been watching football, you know it's a squad game. Injuries are part and parcel in this thing. And as much as I have a lot of admiration for Mikel Arteta, I haven't got any sympathy for him or Edu when it comes to specifically any injuries or the knock-on effects that affect our season. I only, in that regard, only for the players and the fans, you know, there's a lot of sympathies I have generally for them, but not that because they've been here for a couple of years. You've both been players. You know it's a long season, especially Mikel Arteta and Edu. Since they've taken over, you've got a World Cup in the winter. You've had COVID. You've had bare, un, you know, pre-season messed up because of lockdown. There's been bare un, uncharted waters and stuff like that. And we're playing a bit of a naive game that we hope everybody stays fit. I hope it's the case as well. And as great as things have been this season and what I like in the back of my head, it's what about when them injuries start collapsing and piling up? God forbid, but if we wake up tomorrow, there's bare injuries. And let's just say Jesus and Saliba got yellow cards against Nottingham Forest. Who's playing up front? Centre-half will be okay because Gabriel can, you know, Gabriel and Ben White and Tommy Asu. Well, Tommy Asu could go as a centre-half and you could do a thing, but it's a squad game especially where you got five subs, especially where when you got a tiny squad and you're having to use more of them, Stephen said, and even next season, I do like the fact that Mikel Arteta is named a strong team in the Europa League. But when you play the same players, you know, 
you're using them a lot more. You're fatiguing them a lot more, really. And for these players, they need to prepare because for the ones that I'd assume, the bulk of them, God forbid, God, by God's grace, if we get Champions League, bulk of you are going to be playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the same the next week. So you need to get with it. But we need a squad. We even, bro, we'd have to be so harsh next season as well for certain players. Certain players that start week in, week out, I think we're in trouble. We need, we're going to need to address things if we're in the Champions League or can forget about it. So we have to see really and truly, if I'm completely honest. I'd give Nelson a new contract to keep value and also in case he has a breakthrough season. If we don't invest in Jan, I see the same story. Xhaka has come through because he's in a better team. I think Sambi will benefit if in the first team. I don't know because Sambi's played. Sambi's got to get... I think the first thing Sambi can do is get his confidence. We saw it with Nelson. Nelson looked a bit shy when he came on, did a lot better. And Xhaka's a way more intelligent player than Sambi Lokonga. You actually know Xhaka's role in midfield. You don't know what Sambi's is. He's not intelligent enough or mature enough to be as a lone six. Eight, eight, I'm sure he could play. He did it in pre-season, but I'm sorry. I'm not trying to see that Arsenal Football Club unless there's significant significant progress. You know, you've got Xhaka performing there. I want an eight or two, or, or two in the club. You know, I think before Lokonga plays there, or at least until he shows more, I'm trying to see Smith roll. Odegaard the first one, but or slash Zinchenko, but Odegaard, Smith, Rose, Zinchenko, uh, Fabio Vieira. I'm trying to see that all before that. I heard. I swear on then he's got a contract, an option of another year in his deal. Are Spurs annoying you? I mean, everybody, Spurs, United, City, even Liverpool when they pick up points, Chelsea. I don't want no one to pick up points. Patano will take Sambi's place. I'm not too sure about that next year, but... I hope so. I hope so. I hope Patino can force his way into the team. He's doing quite well at Blackpool. Let's let them and there develop and see what's going on. DG Zinchenko can play ahead of Sambi on games where resting our players are versatile. I mean, it'd be lit. Allow the Lokonga hype. He ain't a regular first team ready yet. I'm not giving up on Lokonga yet, but I care about my club more. And right now, for the quest of top four this season, you will get your chance. And I do think there'll be a time this season where he shows some consistency in an Arsenal shirt. But right now, he can't help us. I don't know if Patanoa Flores is the future of Arsenal. Talented boys. Patanoa's doing well at Blackpool. Not really happening at the moment for Flores, but this is what happens. But there's a lot of dynamics at stake. Probably both go out on loan next year. We're playing Champions League football. And then we need to qualify domestic, assuming we get there better yet. And if we do get there, we're going to need to get that again. So there's going to be even less chances for young players. So it is where it is, man. Would have loved Douglas Luiz to be an understudy to Pye. Hopefully it can still happen. I mean, you never know. You can't rule out anything, but he signed a new deal. So that made it even harder. Savage is perfect, but might not be possible. Appreciate that, G. Big up, DG, for elaborating on my topics. Sorry, it's cool, bro. Thomas Partey running the midfield himself. Big loss if he gets injured. A bit hard to say he's running it himself because there's been times Xhaka looks like he's carrying party and vice versa, but right now it's all clicking. DG, we should have signed Richarlison because I wanted and he can be as a, our striker. I like Richarlison, but and obviously he probably would score a lot more goals at Arsenal than Spurs because we're creating a lot more chances. But nah, apart from being a battering ram, the only reason I'll take Richarlison is because he's a bit different. He's a bit of a he's a bit scrappy, can't stay on side, mind you. But he's a fighter, isn't it? You can knock the ball into his chest. He's on fighting. I'm not saying there's no one else that does that. Jesus is a fighter, but he's a bit more, there's a bit more physicality about them. But beyond that, 
I'd have taken Richarlison, but I wouldn't say it's that deep, man. Are you concerned by Vieira's latest displays? Two stinkers off the bench, not really. You know, he's he's done all right other than that. But that's why you're not in the starting lineup right now until you show more consistency to push. Really and truly. And push the boat out and lay down a marker to the gaffer and say, listen, I've arrived. I'm here now. I'm in the team. So I wouldn't say I'm concerned. But it was a stinker from him when he when he came off the bench in the 5-0 win against Nottingham Forest. So we'll have to see, man. Apparently, Harlan is not in, he's not back in full training yet. Maybe Pep Guardiola is telling a little white lie there, but FPL managers, we're going to watch that with caution. Is there anything else with Arsenal? We've spoken about Mikel Arteta, Reese Nelson, one in New Deal, Saliba, Torres Links. Uh, Tommy Asu has been called up to Japan's World Cup squad. I mean, that's hardly groundbreaking news. He'd have to, there'd have to be something really going on if he weren't there. So we'll have to see what's going on there, people. Alexis bigging up his team's chances against Spurs. We'll have to see what's going on there, people. See, in this report, Man United wanted Miguel Amarinion before Newcastle ace rejected Arsenal transfer offer. If he didn't say, oh, did Arsenal bid? Where is this? According to his agent, Daniel Campos, Almerinion actually turned down the chance to join Arsenal, who were only offering a low move. Yet Man United were also said to be considering an approach. Almerinion is a footballer who went from less to more and, and he is now more complete footballer. There was interest shown by Man United in Miguel Almerinion, but they never made an offer. Arsenal and Southampton offered loan deals for Miguel, but we did not want it to be a loan. Instead, we signed Denis Suarez. Is it Richarlison got 10 year, 10 got zero goals in 10, 10, 12, 11, 10, 11, 12 appearances? Exactly. Vieira's playing catch-up. Bear of them are playing catch-up. Him, Tierney. Zinchenko had a stop-start preseason, so he's having a stop-start campaign now. Nelson was out, so he's playing catch-up. Richarlison's attitude is not the one. He's an individual. He's got a team. Once again, respectfully, even though I don't want to praise Spurs, where's the evidence of such? And have you seen him play for Brazil? Have you seen the way they talk about him for Brazil? I think that's completely wrong, even at Spurs. I don't think he's not a team player. He leaves it for the cause. Where is the evidence? Like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but where's the evidence to be saying that? You know, whenever people say attitude issues and not team players and things like that, even me, I'm guilty of it. Where's the evidence? Like, where are we, where are we doing that? Is it because we look on TV and we see a, a facial expression that we might not like without under, understanding what the person is personality-wise? He might be he might be inverted, you know? He might be more of an extrovert. He might be in an ADHD. Where's the evidence of such? You know, even to the point where at times in the Brazilian media, they demonize Neymar and, and, and talk up Richarlison as the golden child, going against the logic you're saying. So I'm just asking, where is that evidence? Legitly. I'm not saying you're wrong or right. I just want to know, like, what has is, what is based that argument? Buzzing for Nelson, but it's one game. In fact, a couple of minutes, really, like 60, 70, well, like 60, 70 odd minutes. So, yeah, whatever the maths is. So, hopefully, he keeps going, but he's not achieved anything yet. But I'm happy for Nelson to somewhat make a start, really. You know, start as you mean to go on. Hopefully, he can lock down a position now and do his thing. 
which we hope can be the case. Whether it is, as we know, it's going to be a completely different ball game. So, yeah, that, you know, the, the Torres links probably kill any sort of talk around bringing in, what's the other one we're linked with? His name has lost me now, man. Tossart, Liadjo Tossart. So, yeah, it is what it is. Actually, is what it is, man. Rah. I'm not even going to get into Jamie Ahara, but he said he said that Alexis Sanchez wasn't good enough for Arsenal. But yeah, just leave him to it, man. Absolutely leave them to it, man. You know, these lot on the media, they lack in incredible amounts of integrity. But yeah, people, on that note, I'm going to love and leave you lot, people. It's been a bit of an hour and a half. Again, I'm back again later today to watch Liverpool versus Napoli with you lot. First things first, I hope you're all safe. I hope you're doing well. I hope the week has started off great for you. I appreciate all the talking points that you lot have provided. Please smash the like button for the Liverpool versus Napoli like, uh, watch along and set your reminders. Before we go, what have you said here? I'm a little bit surprised Nelson got the nod over Eddie on the day, but I'm proud of the performance. It's needed, man. It's needed, really. You know, he's an actual winger. Jason, bro, forget all of them, man. Balogun will become a Saliba. I don't know about any of that, but yeah, man, hopefully they all come back and look like better players. But on that note, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. I'm out. <laughs> Like